You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the second season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Mike Montaneri, Vice President of Power Systems Business at Platinum Partner Schneider Electric. Mike is an experienced vice president with a demonstrated history of working in the electrical and electronic manufacturing industry. He's a strong program and project management professional skilled in business planning, operations management, enterprise software, sales, and customer relationship management, CRMs. Looking forward to our conversation today and like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current. Well, thank you, sir. Glad to be here. Excited uh, for the opportunity. Awesome, awesome. Well, well, Mike. Well, well, thank you for taking time with us. And and uh, we, we were chatting a little bit before uh, we started the recording here for the podcast. But uh, so share a little bit uh, with our, our listeners here in the the IEC Nation uh, a, a little bit about where you grew up and and help to lead us on this pathway to where you're at now. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I was born in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and then uh, moved around uh, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, through my childhood every few years or so. Um, my father was, uh, worked for a company at the time, uh, named Westinghouse. Oh Electric. yeah, sure. So, yeah. yeah, so he was, uh, he was, um, in the industry. And, uh, so we ended up settling in North of Houston, Texas when I was in the seventh grade and remained there through, you know, junior high, high school and, and college. And then, um, and then a, a good bit due to his influence, I ended up uh, taking a technical sales position for a company, uh, mm -hmm. Square D, which was uh -huh. interesting because he was working for Westinghouse at the time. So it was good. <laughs> and, and, and an interesting uh, long story or short story is he ended up the last 10 years of his career with, with Schneider Electric. Oh, is that right? So it was wow. uh, pretty cool. Yeah. That is so, cool. That is anyway, cool. the in the industry was uh, in my blood, uh, I would say, a bit. I didn't know what being an electrical engineer was till I found out later on he did not drive a train. He was actually doing other things. <laughs> no no fun hats. And, uh, huh? <laughs> no no cool hat. No, yeah, I didn't get no. to ride uh -uh. the train. But, yeah. but I did find out he you know, did some interesting things. He, he was working for actually Wesco when I was uh, getting out of school and so on, which is their distributor arm at the time. And Cindy, uh, how he helped. Uh, he gave me a good good guidance into the industry and referred me to a wonderful company square D at the time. That's fantastic. So, That's fantastic. So great. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so kind of moving around quite a bit, uh, through, through, uh, your yeah. youth and growing up, but, but having that influence of, of your father working for Westinghouse and more exposure to, um, the electrical world in, in a lot of different ways and, and kind of grew up right. in it around it and, and, uh, then have continued to thrive through it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, great. Um, and, and, uh, we were talking to so you're you're in Tennessee now, uh, um, outside of the the uh, um, the Franklin uh, Schneider offices. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your your role and and, and what you do at, at Schneider in, in the industry today. Sure. So I've, I've got responsibility for a, a business unit for Schneider, which is really our low voltage and medium voltage electrical equipment. Mm -hmm. um, uh, from a kind of a P and L responsibility, but then additionally, I've got um, 
I'd say two key areas of responsibility that are, I think, important and exciting. One is uh, our go-to-market strategy and execution for two uh, key uh, customer segments. One, the consulting engineer or specifier, and the other, the electrical contractor, which mm-hmm. is germane to our topic today. Yes. yes. And then, um, additionally, I've got uh, the responsibility uh, of deploying our eco-structure power domain um, solutions and you know our, our technical um, offers in the context of you know I, what we call IIoT mm-hmm. uh, and and our digital connected architecture in the power distribution domain. Gotcha, gotcha. IIoT, okay, great. Well, we'll 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 touch on several pieces, I think, um, as, as we go sure. about. But and and I really wanted to ask you a little bit about. I mean, we're we're talking here. Um, you and I are talking for for those listening. Um, we're in the middle part of of uh, August in in two thousand and twenty. Um, two thousand twenty has been a very. Uh, uncommon year. Uh, we, uh, we, we knew that we were turning the calendar pages into an interesting uh, new decade, uh, etc. But, um, and, and little did we know that we would use the word uh, COVID and or coronavirus on, on uh, almost a uh, minute by minute basis um, through our, our, our di- uh, dialogues. But um, so, so as, as we knew, and, and I'm curious to kind of gain your insights, you know, there was a number of, of pre-COVID trends uh, that we we're starting to see that were greatly impacting how we conducted businesses uh, within the, the construction industry, how we run our job sites. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you could share a little bit of some of your insights on uh, some of the business model evolution that you see um, continuing on uh, in this COVID and uh, hopefully post-COVID world uh, coming up very soon. Yeah, sure. I, I think there's, you know, a number of areas that um, are aligned with, you know, the topics you, you raised. One is around, you know, the whole uh, area of uh, the different um, ways uh, that the trade or the contractor and, and in electrical distribution, mm-hmm. the tools that, that we use to work, you know, going from CAD to more of a building information modeling mm-hmm. uh, aspect of things, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the digital access of information. Mm-hmm. Um, through, you know, portals. We have a contractor portal that customers can come into and learn about what's going on with codes and standards and, and new technology and offers and, and other information that, you know, is, is uh, 24-7, you know, virtually digitally available. Uh, but moving in, you know, and then, but how they work in the context of, you know, designing on a, in a flat, you know, sheet of paper or file in a, in a 3D, moving toward a 3D modeling. And it started out just as how the records were delivered, you know, the, the operating manuals or the Mm as-builds of a project. And now that you can start at the beginning working in that environment and then, and then, you know, some, some early, I'd say, uh, introduction of, um, augmented reality and then other things that, you know, um, come into play in the space. So I think there was, there's a whole technology play of tools and how we work and how we access information that mm-hmm. we're in play. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll con- obviously are, <laughs> uh, due to the, this pandemic that you referenced or mm-hmm. going to take a whole different, I'd say accelerated path or a right. different journey. Right. Uh, but, and then, and then, and how the, you know, and then how everybody, you know, how everybody worked in the context of how you constructed and, and how you manage your, your labor and your, um, your projects mm-hmm. and in the context of working more in a controlled environment, uh, through prefabrication, um, type efforts, if you will, or fabrication mm-hmm. or assembly, 
in a in a controlled environment, not at the job site mm-hmm. or the project site, and and seeing you know the, those trends, um, and and then finally the the evolution of beyond being just the installer of uh, the electrical stuff in a building, but looking at other systems and and beyond just the construction phase. So mm-hmm. whether you're looking at low voltage, you know, voice data, video security, looking even in the building control space um, as a, as you know the business the businesses continue to kind of merge or not merge but come come together come together in a right. building right. from a system integration standpoint right. integrated. Yeah. and mm-hmm. and then yep yeah, integrated architectures and integrated systems mm-hmm. um, and then you know how you how you could uh, you know really more productively manage your uh, your workforce uh, and utilize it, it as as are the challenges that I think we're all seeing in in our industry relative to you know the workforce uh, demographic changes of, of uh, the existing workforce becoming um, toward retirement age and, and wondering where, well, where's all the new talent coming in and how are they going to work? Yeah. 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 No, no. Yeah. Huge, huge issues that, and pinch points that we've been having for a while and, and uh, even throughout this pandemic um, as well. Um, And, and I think it's, it's interesting. You touched a lot, uh, a lot of, of, uh, you know, fascinating and and deep topics too. And, and like to unpack some of that if we could. And that, that I think that, that, I think you're right. I think that that um, the pandemic has has definitely uh, challenged the way that we go about doing business, um, in a in a way in which then we were we were we'd been somewhat straddling old world, new world in, in some ways, or, or um, you know, uh, and and I think that some of what you're alluding to with the integration of technology, um, in in taking more of that uh, that augmented reality approach, um, more. Uh, production uh, focused pieces too of, of uh, prefabrication but but even beyond what we'd been doing with some prefabrication within the industry we'll, we'll probably continue to see more of that it sounds like um, in a larger degree than than what we'd seen uh, uh, historically on job sites is that is that sound you know congruent with with uh, where you see things headed for I, sure yeah I, I yeah. definitely I definitely think that you know the concerns Beyond, you know, before it was around the aging workforce and, mm-hmm. and how do we attract talent into the trade and how do we educate them faster and get right. them to be competent in a, in a different way, but, you know, to be safe and productive. And now it's, it's the word safe becomes has a different meaning. Yeah. Yes. It's around safety from from a pandemic and right. a virus. Right. And right. how do you manage social distancing and, and control a site for, for from that standpoint? Versus what you can do in your own building per se, right. you know? So right. Right. I think that's, that's really putting a whole new light on that, um, you know, working, you know, how, how do you construct, if you will, the building from you an bet. electrical standpoint. You bet. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, and, and we're going to continue to see this, this growing. So it, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting time uh, to be a part of the industry in so many different yeah. ways. Um, I, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, um, internet of things as well. And kind of the, um, you know, where, where are we at? <laughs> where do you see things within that of, of uh, you know, the communication of, of all these devices that, that uh, require power and, uh, and, and uh, you know, just, yeah, the, inf- the infrastructure that's there. Um, we're going to see more of that, yes, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop talking and I want to hear from you. So where, where are we at? Well, we're in a 
an interesting place in the context of, I think everybody's paying attention now to yeah. that, you know, that thing that they weren't sure what it is, or right. maybe it'll go away or is it <laughs> right. real. Is it a fly just circling our heads or no, nope, no, nope, it's here to yeah. stay. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's definitely here to stay. I think, but the, but the journey, you know, continues and everybody understanding what, what really matters, mm-hmm. you know, in that space, depending on what your role is. So if you're owning a building, what information do I really need? Um, what should I be connected to for what purpose to help for what reason, Right. you know, right. What, what's really important. So I think the solving, you know, from the, you know, in, in the end, you're, you know, the person, the, the entity that always matters is the end users and whoever's building it is or process or whatever uh, the application is. But then there's the, the, you know, so they're, they're trying to figure I won't say trying to figure that out, but understand better what, what's available to them to help them be more productive, reliable, safe, sustainable, mm-hmm. whatever they're they're worried about in their business. And then uh, the us of the world, those that are part of that value chain that can help provide those things are wanting to determine, well, what what is our place and how can we help position that story and, and, and have that conversation mm-hmm. uh, more collaboratively? I think, you know, it's going to, it, it has, driven and will will I think it will definitely be something that will evolve where there's going to need the relationships are going to be built on on that um mm-hmm. that arctic you know that's that that topic right. of you know who who do I trust to bring in to help me really understand or who who can understands my business that can tell me what's possible that I can then decide what I want to do right right and and so I think we're all we're all trying to find our way there mm-hmm. you know I think our our point is we we have a point of view uh, we we're not in any way ever wanting to be arrogant we're passionate about it about helping that cause yeah. about helping the planet yeah. you know use yeah. uh, do take better care of uh, the finite resources right. we have of of using the energy uh, as productively as possible in a mm-hmm. safe way and helping customers be more uh, efficient and effective in their business. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the, the, op, the, the challenge and the opportunity is how do we, where do we align? You mm-hmm. know, how, what are those, you know, you mentioned this is a relationship, you know, business and mm-hmm. I've been in it my whole career. And, yeah. and that's what, honestly, that's what attracted me to it. That's why I went into sales with an engineering degree versus mm. other career right. paths because right. Right. Uh, of the people aspect. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, the ability to build um, that relationship and trust and then be able to help, you know, align on how we can work in a different way together, you know, in, in our case, not just as a vendor of, uh, hardware and 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 solutions, but a, a technology partner, a trusted advisor, a partner, yeah, uh, working mm-hmm. with, yeah, partner in that context, and 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 both with the you know whether it's the electrical contractor, the specifier, the mm-hmm. the uh, or the the customer, the, the end user, you know, and then the rep, you know, the architect, the owner's rep, you know, there's a number of players you're aware of that, you that help make things work, and but our we certainly have a primary. Um, it, focus on a number of those uh, members of the, the value chain that, that we want to have a, a, a different relationship with, if you will. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that, no that, that, that's terrific. I, I love the way that you paint the landscape of it, too. And, and, and looking at it, as, as, uh, as you said, of, of um, you know, kind of outlaying all the options that are there, understanding um, the desired outcomes, you know, from, from all the stakeholder yeah. groups uh, to then help to align what do we need to do? How do we, how do we, 
um, how do we put this together, this package together, in which then it makes sense? And and I th- that yeah. that is definitely where we're at too. Because we we have a lot of potential for all these uh, devices and and systems to be able to be fully integrated. But um, the the question needs to be asked as we're in this process: what will what, you know we could hook them all up together but but why and so let's let's yeah. ask those questions so now <laughs> yeah so so what exactly yeah. <laughs> so we're a technology we have a lot of people get really excited because yeah. we can talk to everything right yep. and we're like right well, and my always well why why does somebody really care about that you know what right. why is that cool <laughs> right 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 and uh, right, we, right yeah, on, that's the great point it is yeah because we, we and we need to ch- and it sounds like yeah that's that's the role to be played there too within that partnership is to kind of challenge ourselves as to our goals within uh you know yeah. iot um and and yeah that and to not get uh kind of lost in the shiny object uh, if you will um, yeah. of, of just you know what we can do but it but it's more a matter of, of function um to be able to then get at at uh, you know helping to ensure efficiency within our uh you know within our controls and, and the ability to be able to then alert ourselves of of uh you know potential system failures or or you know maintenance related items you know that that, that can then talk to different devices and and so we can be smarter uh, about what we do use our technology for us uh, and and uh, you know use that as, as a tool uh, rather than uh, something uh, that that would work against us without the uh, the interconnectedness. So, very very interesting, very interesting. Um, yeah. you, you Mike, you touched a little bit too, and uh, I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts. Um, this is a, a very passionate subject of of mine personally as as well as an issue that is very important within uh, the IEC membership um, and and uh, our mission and and the country as a whole. Um, it's it's regarding skilled labor shortage uh, that we had been experiencing in the last number of years, and especially leading up to uh, the current pandemic um, uh, environment that we're in. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, yeah, how you see things moving forward. Will, will some of this technology and, and integration of, of uh, technology and, and different, uh, you know, environmental conditions that, that we're talking about, what construction sites look like, et cetera, et cetera, will, will those help to play a factor maybe even in, in helping to entice young people to choose this as a career path than, uh, than before? Or, yeah, just I'm, I'm curious, you yeah, know, what, what you see. Yeah, no, I, that's that's a great topic, and it's one I'm passionate about as well. Because you know, I think um, electricity is going to be around for a long time, and it's going to need skilled labor, and you know, to help um, deploy it and maintain it and service it right in the most productive way. And I think right. the um, this technology, this in, you know, the fourth industrial revolution of this IoT hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I think going to create uh, different opportunities in the trade, right? Mm. Of, than the traditional ones of what a you know a uh, entry level electrician and, and you know as you build your career of capability of going from that to being a you know a, a supervisor or a project you know overseeing right. a superintendent over the whole thing. Right. Um, there's going to be some traditional paths, but I think technology, whether it's in you know the like the the, the BIM space or the augmented reality space or or in just in the core deployment of, of connecting the devices or installing the fundamental electrical system of wire and, and devices and things that make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think we as an industry need to do a better job of, of talking about how cool that is, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and, and, and what it's going to be. I have a, 
a son that's in the computer science part, you know, he's in the gaming space mm-hmm. he's a, in that area. And, and to me, there's a lot of similar paths um, in, in our space, right, not, right. Not, not the same, but to where if you're into technology, um, you can have a path in this, in this space. Mm-hmm. And, and also you can also learn the fundamentals and have a path there. So I think the there's an expansion of the opportunity with the trade. And I think collectively we need to market that better to the high schools and, and create um, career, you know, curriculums and, and career paths and education paths that, that show people there's a very viable career path for you that, you know, it doesn't mean you go to necessarily to traditional college to mm-hmm. go to and some will and still will enter the trade. Right. Right. But, but others can come in, you know, and not, not have to go, go that path of um, of the, the tra- you know, more traditional the, university higher education right right the, the, so I, the, I think there, there's yeah no that i was, I was going to say i'm sorry <laughs> i was going to say the, the well-beaten path towards uh um the accumulation of college yeah. debt uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah there's, and, there's, and uh, unmarketable there are, there skills are other ways. <laughs> yeah you've got to make it more more enticing to the Correct. you know to the to the generation, right? Yep. To the children yep. and the young adults that are going through, you know, uh, I, I think there's an opportunity here with technology to, to put a different, an additional light on on this uh, wonderful industry we're in. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm curious too, and on, on your thoughts around, you know, you mentioned you know, a lot of, of uh, you know different different systems integration, different different skill sets that will be needed on on job sites moving forward. Um, do you foresee that there will be um, specialization needed in, in different areas, or um, or do you think that this would be an expansion of further um, study for um, somebody in the electrical um, skilled trades. Um, I, I think probably probably both. A little of both, uh, Spencer. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think a little both. I think the the general knowledge mm-hmm. uh, will have a different um, orientation yes. than the traditional prior. Yes. Right, you're yes. going to have to know the fundamentals of electronic functionality and, and equipment, and you know, Ethernet over IP lighting or whatever it is that's that's going to be is is the new normal, right? Pretty yep. much. Yeah, it's not just LED. Yep. Um, and, and we're not in the lighting space, but it, it kind of it's a good correlation, I think. And but then I think the specialization is going to need to come in the context of maybe uh, the system integration, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the 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 setting up the gateways and connecting the system to the cloud. You know, there's just a number of areas that I think that that it will it will make sense that somebody is, as a as a specialty, mm. uh, you know, and kind of yeah. the, the you know maybe it's in the today's vernacular, probably still be kind of in that low voltage systems part. Gotcha. Of yep. understanding whether the low voltage system is voice data, video, or building controls, or you know, card access and camera security, whatever that is, you know, what 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 skill sets are going to be needed to integrate those systems? Because that's been a pain point of this journey, right? Mm, yes. People buy systems and then, then they go to, they want to integrate them and then they don't integrate. And then there's finger pointing between the trades right. or the different subcontractors right. or the suppliers. And, um, and, and that's when, the, that's when this new system breaks down, yeah. right? They go, well, I'll just do it the way I always did it. Cause this isn't working. So to have that skill set, that specialization, I think in the, that key area, maybe, and, and you mentioned, you know, on the job site, but in the office too, around mm-hmm. how, you know, mm-hmm. how are they going to estimate projects or design them? You know, you, 
the building information modeling platform provides a way to design in that environment and estimate. Yes. Right? Not somebody does the drawing and somebody counts everything. Uh, what, what's that specialization look like in, right. in ability to use that tool? But you also then have to have a, a knowledge of, of electrical distribution, right? And right. so on. It's not just knowing how a software works. Exactly. So anyway, I, yeah. I, 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 and I, you know, I, I, as I've told many people, I've been in the industry a long time. I work with contractors 90% of my time in this industry, and but I've never been one. Yeah. And, and I think, um, I think what, what is really apparent to me is more than ever, we need to learn how to collaborate better and listen to each other about mm-hmm. what our business is and how we see it and how we can help each other and not, not in a vendor uh, customer way, right? Uh, right? In a different light. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I'm, I'm writing that down because I think, you, yeah, you really hit a, a strong point there on on collaboration. And, and that, that's been, a, again, uh, you know, looking at things from a, a much different perspective in the last few years as, as we've kind of um, evolved within the industry to, to um, kind of go to that, that solutions provider, that partnership, again, that, that you were talking about, um, looking beyond just the transactional relationship of need, you know, need equipment uh, XYZ to be able to then fulfill, um, you know, job ABC. Um, and and right. looking at, yeah, understanding needs-based and understanding and, and and being yeah, having uh, full-on conversations and and uh, learning and understanding from one another and growing uh, to be able to then have have uh, just you know tremendous uh, built environment and infrastructure within our construction projects uh, across the country. So that's that's really I I love your comments there. Um, could could you share a little bit too on on uh, Mike on just you know the adoption of, of technology as a whole on, on construction job sites? Any any additional insights that you could share? with uh with electrical contractors um you know and on you know what what uh what do they need to be looking for today uh let alone you know a couple of months from now and or a year from now down the road you know how should they be thinking how should they be best be positioning some, themselves to to grow and evolve and, and thrive in, in the current environment yeah well i think i think uh, maybe a couple key points and then you, you know you can respond we'll see where we go here yeah. what time we have left but um I think in the, you know, in the context of, of how, how they, um, you know, how they work or what, what services do they perform perform? So that, you know, the electrical contractors since time, especially you know, the ones that are in, in the construction industry are known to pursue a project, win a project, install a project, and then go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and stay in that business. I think they're, it, they're the, the technology that's evolving and, and the, convergence that's happening really um, brings, you know, enables a, a business, I'd say a bit of a transformation or, um, or expansion into that services place, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being yeah. that customer's facility, right. Um, right. But, you know, advisor or facility manager yeah. or maintenance and service provider, right. whatever, whatever yeah. role that the customer needs based on how evolved they are and their right. scale and right. other things. So I think the, Looking there at a, at a minimum is a is a, a really good you know place to start. I would mm-hmm. say, and then mm-hmm. figuring out well, what systems do we want to participate in is is next, and what capabilities do I want to evolve to as a gotcha. as a you know as a contractor. That's one area. Right. I think the other is in in, in how they how they uh, I'd say work or align with um, with their 
well, I'll use the term suppliers and or partners because it depends on what you want to what you want to focus on. But, yep. uh, you know, we I think uh, I say too often, but the traditional model is that the contractor pursues work, does pre-construction type activity, mm-hmm. um, working with clients. Um, and then then when they're ready, they, they come to their you know distributors and um and manufacturer suppliers like us and mm-hmm. say, okay, we're ready now. We need you to bid on this project. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then oftentimes we look at that and we go, wow, wish we could have been involved earlier because yeah. we have some, we think we have some ideas we'd like to bring back, you know, circle back to our conversation around collaboration and right. so on. So right. I think what, what, what we'd like to explore more and, and promote with the, with the contract community is, is getting, um, us involved the suppliers, especially the ones that are technology partner oriented, like mm-hmm. Schneider, mm-hmm. and more involved early at the beginning, mm-hmm. so we can be there with you to ask the questions and and help mm-hmm. you know help ourselves and then help the the end the end customer or the client. And gotcha. I think that's that's a big pivot that uh, I, I do see some of that happening, but I still see way too often where it's. You know, I want to turn. I want to put the yeah. term value engineering into really adding value, not just taking cost out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. From yeah. a connotation standpoint, yeah, I love it. And I, love and it. I think, I think, I think a lot of this is that's you know when we hear value engineering, we're like, oh boy, what are they going to remove? Right. That, you know, as we thought might add a value. But look, Strike out a red day, pen. It, it, yeah. Got, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and I realize you know there's there's only a certain amount of money for everything, right? Yeah. And we all have. I have to operate with typically there's not unlimited funds for anything, finite, but yeah. that really, then, it, then in, in today's world where so much more is possible, the question is what back to that, what really matters. Mm-hmm. And, and let's, let's not just build, let's not just construct the building for a budget. Let's construct it for its life cycle mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. right. You know, that whole 25% of the cost is in the, in the construction phase and 75% is in the own and operate. How can we, at least prepare. You don't, you know, you don't future proof anything. You can make things go more future ready. And how do you, how do you do that? And how do you put the the right foundation in that initial installation that can enable that customer to have a really wonderful experience with their building or facility or process? And, and that's what, I think that's what I would ask the contractor community to you know, to look at you know, look at your suppliers, the ones that you trust, and the ones that you think can bring the value that, that you're looking for that we're talking about, and and bring them in much earlier into the conversation and right. the pursuit. Right, right. Well, I, I love it. So, the, I mean, the general theme really, you know, today is is uh, forward progress and, and integration of of you know, we're talking about integration of of systems, and we we're talking about like you know, IoT. We we're talking about you know, full integration of of expectations on a job site. Some of the skills you know required for for um, our, our skilled laborers of tomorrow. Uh, let alone scoping labors of today, um, and and then integration of partnership and and looking you know beyond just that transactional piece or bringing you know utilizing value engineering for what it it sh- is meant to be um, and and be at that table to be able to help to shape guide um, so you look at it as as a, a, a the long term uh, effects of of the project um, long term effects then of of the users uh, the the people within those those uh, build buildings and and uh, or or uh, you know homes. Uh, whatever might the project might be um 
which then in turn is, is going to uh, help to then have more sustainable communities and, and sustainable uh, um, environment as a whole, as, as you alluded to as well. So that's, that's great. That's great. Sure. I love it. We got a theme here going. This is, this is wonderful, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a series. That's right. Spencer. That's right. Yeah. We will. We will. We'll go, we'll take it on the road once we can get on the road again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, well, let's be on the virtual road. For a exactly, while, exactly. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, put some put some miles on the ones and zeros uh, across uh, yeah. America, across the world. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate uh, you taking time to to share uh, some of your insights and stories with us today, Mike. Um, and I, I'd like to ask you one last question: What do you do for fun? Let's see. I, uh, in my career, I, I was a, I thought I was going to be a professional golfer when I was going to school, but really? then I determined early on in college. Yeah. yeah. I, I played a little golf in college. And then after the first couple of years, I decided I better hurry up and get my electrical engineering degree. <laughs> <laughs> the guys I was playing against were well more advanced. And, gotcha. and so anyway, so that's yeah. always been a, a passion of mine and yeah. a fun thing. But I also, Good. in addition to that, I like to go uh, do a little fly fishing mm-hmm. and, uh, bird hunting and and uh, I got a, some acreage here in Franklin, so I like sitting on a lawnmower and tractor and Terrific. fishing in my pond. So just mainly being outdoors and mm. doing doing uh, doing things That's of that great. nature That's is uh, what I do for fun. Love it, love it. Well, it, you you, yeah. you painted a very vivid picture there too. I took a little mental vacation there for a couple of minutes uh, thinking about your pond. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for that. Yeah. Well, well, good. Well, well. Again, I, I really want to thank you um, for for um, sharing your your you know, just you know being so open and, and sharing your thoughts and and sharing um, your insights back with the IEC community and, and for all your partnership. I can't thank you enough, Mike. Yeah, well, I'm personally and and Schneider is as a as a company thrilled to be part of this industry and part of IEC. So thank you very much for the opportunity. Awesome. Spencer. Awesome. Well, good. And I'd like to also thank all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment in the second season of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.